Hello and welcome into another episode of Farm to Fame. We are recapping a lot of action this week with our young guys. We have a lot of information coming for you. Mm. I'm Kelsey Wingert. We got you Peter. Are. <laughs> I am. We got Peter Moylan. I am. Mass producing. We all got bats. We just got back from our trip to New York. I'm adding a Yankees bat to my Well done, girls. Congratulations on the first time to Yankee Stadium. Congratulations on also destroying your apartment. Oh, no. What have I done? Good start of the podcast. Excellent. Okay. I can't move. That's going to fall. Anyway, Peter and I went to New York this week. Rocking a John Boy Media t-shirt. There you go. I am too. What does mine say? Women belong in sports as they do. Uh, John Boy Media. (laughs) Listen, Peter and I got so much merch from John Boy Media. Um, I went back for seconds too. You did? I did. (laughs) When I got home, I went back for seconds. You were so upset when they didn't have the pink women belong in sports. I know. Tough, tough. Um, Yeah, so we went up to the John Boy Media HQ on Tuesday of last week. We went to the Braves-Yankees game. We did a live watch party on Wednesday. Uh, We got to meet Maddie Mass in person. We did. He picked us up from the airport, which, like, I never offered. John Boy's paying him too much. It's ridiculous. (laughs) But it was so nice of him to pick us up from the airport because I never offered to pick people up from the airport because, yeah, I'm like, I'll pay for your Uber, um, but like, I'm not getting you. So it was great meeting Maddie Mass and Peter. Yeah. What I loved the most when we were up there is like, you know, we, we had never met anybody in person and like everybody there, they were just like good people. They were so kind to us. They were so welcoming. They're so supportive of the podcast and like Mm -hmm. wanting to do everything they can to make it successful. So Jimmy and Jake and everybody in the office, um, just exceeded what I thought, you know? Yeah. You obviously have a, uh, an opinion or a thought of what people when everyone's nice online i mean everyone mm-hmm. except on twitter but when you're when you are talking to people you can you don't get a real sense of how genuine they are but yeah. that's the thing that came to me was how genuine everybody in that office was and they're all doing the same thing they love baseball they, they enjoy talking about it they enjoy watching it and it's you can sense it yeah baseball people it's great yeah, so we were uh, so grateful that they flew us out there. We had a blast. Also, Jimmy, Kate, we have a whole Jom baby coming. We do. They announced that they're having a baby. They took the pictures at the game on we Tuesday. There. We were in a suite. It was awesome. My first time at Yankee Stadium. Anyway, loved the week. Maddie Mass, thank you for picking us up from the airport and for being no so problem. nice to us all week. We love Maddie Mass. So I also know exactly where Maddie Mass is. So if anybody needs to get a drink during this podcast, feel free. They can walk behind you, go get themselves a drink. That and there's the Moscow Mule lemon lime cutter. That's <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> Did you buy that when you were making the drinks? Did you no, buy that? That's oh, the I only thing saying. in the office. It was either that or uh, plastic <laughs> knives. And it was very tough to cut through a lime with a plastic knife. So the Moilo mules had to be made with a 
barbecue tool. <laughs> yeah, Peter turned, turned into a bartender for our watch party. So while we were there, we brainstormed kind of like some segments for the show that we're excited to debut. Yeah, debut today. Introduce. Yeah. So we are going to start with the opener. And yeah. this is where we're going to hit on what we believe to be the biggest storylines of the week. These can involve a rookie, a young guy, or they can just be a league story. And Peter, when you're thinking about young guys, mm. we got a guy from Woodstock right down mm. the road from you and I in Georgia, Kent Emanuel yeah. for the Astros. Jaco DeRizzi started this game, went out after a third of an inning. And what, Peter, what did Kent Emmanuel do in his MLB debut? Something that I haven't seen and no one's seen since 1974, eight and a two-third inning relief appearance. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you're the long guy in the bullpen, but he was sitting out there about to enjoy the first couple of sits of the coffee because it's very important. Bullpen guys are routine guys, so they go out there. He's probably walking out there with his coffee. He's probably thinking, Odorizzi's going, and you do this, right? And this is not to be a knock on any starting pitcher. But when I was a reliever, you would see who the starting pitcher was that day and you would basically decide what inning that you're going to have to start to get ready based on mm -hmm. whether what kind of form they're in, what kind of year they're having, how they were in the clubhouse before you came out. You know, you get a sense of what's going to happen. You are never, ever going to get a sense that the guy's going to come out of the game with one out in yeah. the first inning and you're going to have to come in. So to, for him to be able to, first of all, get shocked into hey, this is going to be your debut, was a little rough early, understandably, and then just decided to just completely shove for the rest of the game while wearing number zero on his back <laughs> based on the amount of days he felt he should have been suspended for his positive PED test, which I, again, in itself, is an amazing story. I didn't dive right into it. I, I don't know all the facts. Uh, from what I understand, what he tested positive for the amount that was in his system was so minimal or, but again, I don't know whether it was something that was in his system for a while or whether it was something that he took the day before or what it was, but he, to this day, claims innocence. Can it like, can't guys take pre-workouts that leave traces of stuff in so the system and stuff? This is when you get into the whole NSF certified thing, right? So we are told not to take anything that isn't certified by the NSF, which is someone that has gone out to the facility where something's being made. The manufacturers have to pay to get the NSF certification. So that's okay. where there becomes that bit of a, okay, well, we're a brand new company. Do we want to pay $200,000 to get NSF certified? Or do we just say, we know our plant's clean. We know we're not going to have anything. But then the problem is, who, what were they making before you were there at that yeah. same facility? If Unless you own your own facility and you know exactly what's going into every single product, you can't state that you don't know what's in that product. So that's the, that's the cat and mouse game. That's the, that's the part that's a little frustrating. And, and listening to him talk in his press conference, it's like he's innocent. It was from what wrong. I if y'all haven't seen that interview, Peter sent it to us on our little farm to fame group message. I mean, Kent Emanuel literally sat there in his press conference and he was like, yeah, I'm wearing number zero because that's the number of days that I deserve to be suspended. Like Peter said, like he verbatim yeah. said that. Um, yeah. So that was powerful. It was um, awesome. Seven years in the minor leagues. 
Yeah, I mean, he that was his debut. He was drafted in 2013 by the yeah. Astros out of North Carolina. But yeah, MLB debut eight and two thirds in relief, tied for the longest relief appearance in Astros history. Longest, as Peter said, in 1974. Awesome, awesome, awesome job. I've never seen it. I've never even seen, I've, like, I, guys come in and go five innings. You're like, oh my God, thank you. You saved the bullpen. Great job. This dude just decided to just say, you know what, guys, I got this. You guys go ahead and enjoy my coffee I couldn't drink, and I'll finish this game for you, and we'll take it from here. Well and done. he didn't even have time for his panic poo. No, well, could you imagine hashtag panic poo? That I can't. I cannot imagine. I right. can. I truly. How, I'm trying to look up how many pitches he threw because, like, what? Um, By the way, he that, only threw ninety pitches. Yes, ninety-two <laughs> pitches. Ninety-two pitches for the whole. Yeah, uh, they read that. You know, obviously. You set your lineup based on a right-handed starter and within one out, you've got a lefty coming in. So he's basically face, facing a left-handed lineup as a left-handed pitcher, which worked for him. But mm-hmm. they also had the opportunity to pinch hit in the in the back end of the game. Yeah. And he still managed to complete the game. And I saw at the end of it, like he, he gave Jason Castro a, a, like a, a dab and a hug. And I think I read his lips. It was, man, that was fun. Like he just had a great time out there. He enjoyed himself. He's confident. He talked yeah. about how he, this should have happened earlier. He would have made the opening day roster, but it wasn't was the suspension. He probably would have been up last year had it not been for the suspension. So he's got a bone to pick with Emma. So and- I, I know that we probably need to move on, but I, I Peter, if you look yeah. at his, if you look from 2013 to 2019, it looks mm-hmm. like, For a few years, they had him primarily as a starter. And then in 18 and 19, he in 18, he only started 10 games and he pitched in 31. In 19, he only started seven and he pitched in 28. So how the heck and Bob was he able was was he stretched out or did they just like say go? Like Uh, well, I'm assuming he was stretched out to be a starter. Okay. Um, So that's how you think they would use guy in the bullpen. Yeah. And then yeah, he was in the bullpen for that day. It wasn't a double header or anything, but he wasn't the 27th guy or he was actually just the long guy in the bullpen. So um, yeah, but 92 pitches, if he had been at the alternate side or if he had been a starter in spring training, then he's probably built up to that point anyway. Wow. Yay. Ken Emanuel. Alrighty. My opener subject is the Padres Dodgers injected into my veins, please, I mean, for the I'd... love of goodness. And we don't get to see him until June now. You know what it felt like for me? What? What did it feel like for you? Peter? It felt like we were watching the big leagues and everything else I've been watching all year was AAA. Yeah. And I don't mean that as any disrespect to every other team, but that rivalry is real. Those teams are real. Those lineups are no joke. And you know what's crazy about the whole thing? I know we're talking Padres, Dodgers. The Giants are in second place in the West. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. You just said Dodgers. You said said Padres, Dodgers. That's like Brad and Angelina. I'm just mixing them together. I like Dodgers if we want to go with that. Instead of saying both teams, we're just going to go with Dodgers. Yeah, this is a okay. this is a, a time saving problem. <laughs> efficient. <laughs> Peter and I are both very efficient people. This is an efficiency pod. Oh my goodness. Dodgers. It's so, ridiculous. Peter, could you imagine if they've played seven games this season? One of that was a playoff series. Like, All right. So what what's it. the record right now? What's the record right now? Is it Padres four, Dodgers three? three? Pod- 
four three Dodgers. Ah, Padres. Okay. I did predict that the Padres are going to win more games than the Dodgers in that matchup. So I'm hoping it continues that way. I did see an interesting tweet from former teammate, shout out to Nick Punto, who said, <laughs> this is the first time I remember that the East Coast people are staying up to watch West Coast games at midnight. So yeah. I thought that was really, really cool because it's true. I got home from the game yesterday. I'm like, all right, I know what I'm watching. This is going to be awesome. Here we go. And it was awesome. It didn't look like it was going to be awesome. 7-1, uh, over. Not this game. Sorry. Ridiculous. six-run deficit. And Tatis, he's just like floating. I'm right. Just, what was it? Five home runs in three games? Yeah, that's it. Okay. Off, off three of the best pitchers in the world, by the way. Dustin okay. May, Trevor Bauer, Clayton Kershaw. Sorry about it. Two off Kershaw, two off Bauer, one off Dustin May. Like, come on, dude. And you know what I'd really enjoy is the fact that, you know, our, our boss did a little breakdown on the peak thing and mm. I, I'm with him. I'm, I'm, I don't feel like there was any advantage. Maybe he could guess that the pitch was going to be outside, but that's it. But he'd, he'd been attacked inside, outside the whole about the whole series effectively. Yeah. So he'd swung a miss through that same slider multiple times. He just happened to time it right. I don't think there was anything untoward about anything. I love the back and forth between Bauer and Tatis. I love the fact that, that, that they're, they're communicating outside the game. I love the fact yeah. that they're sending each other memes. I love it. I think this is where we're at. I think the fact that Bauer's just embraced the whole thing. I think it's awesome. And uh, and I hope there's more of it. And I, you know, there was a little bit of a tussle to start off the series, but since then it's been clean, solid, really good baseball. You can sense that there's a heightened emotion level when you're yeah. watching these games whereas you know when you're watching some of these other games i just feel like some of these guys need a bit of a kick in the ass man it that i i'm just so upset that we don't have it until june because yeah. every single game was so good kelsey i say this to my kids all the time okay yes. having to wait for things makes you appreciate mm. them more mm. patience is power i just patience made that up patience is power i'm gonna write that, that up Hashtag Manny Mashnother. That's gonna be a that's good t-shirts. Patience is power. Hashtag yeah. alternate side. Mm -hmm. And Manny. Dodgers. So Padres Dodgers injected into my veins. I mm. am I'm not upset because patience is power. So good for them. Amazing series. Tatis is on the moon. Respect for Bauer. With while we're while we're on them, by the way. Oh, on them. Can we just look at their pitching starts from the first guy to the thirteenth guy? There's really not a lot of holes there, I'm, I'm honest, on yeah. both sides. Um, obviously, there's going to be moments where guys aren't going to have their best stuff. But when you look at that starting rotation, mano a mano, it, like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And it is – I don't even know where I want to go with that, but it's it's the baseball that I want to watch. All of it. It's the all baseball 26. I want to see. Yeah. Whatever 26 times two, all of those guys, it's just incredible. And it's just, it's nice to see somebody challenging the Dodgers in the West. You know, I mean, the Dodgers have won the West for what, the last 213 years. So it's just yeah. like nice to see um, the competition out there. And Mark Melanson, love Mark yeah, Melanson. Well done. Good Eight saves on the season so far, 0.82 ERA. So that was an amazing series. Sorry, folks, we don't get it until June. So that sucks. Uh, but I feel like when it's on in June, I feel like the the viewership, if they put it on a national game, which if they don't, off with their heads. What if they what if they move it to like the East Coast so that everybody can enjoy it? <laughs> I know, or just, just like move the start times up. Cause man, right. I like fell asleep with like the remote in my, I was like on the pillow and I had my finger on the power button. And I fell asleep because I was like the second, the, it was like an extra innings. The second it ended, I was going to turn it off and then I fell asleep. Um, 
Yeah, imagine if they had like sleep timers or something on that on TV. Someone should invent that. Someone should definitely invent that. Okay, we could lose smoke addict today. <laughs> okay, so that was our opener segment. Now moving into our rookie of the year watch. So we were looking at the odds for rookie of the year. Do you want me to run down who the top five for each league is as of right now, according to MGM betting yeah. odds? You do whatever the heck and Bobby want to do. Okay, because I'm I'm going to go out on a limb and say that this is not going to be the same even within a month of this date. Yeah. Because they've got Randy Arezzi-Rainer at number one. Yeah. Jared Kalanick, who hasn't even played yet, service time manipulation guy, number yeah, two. Yeah, but they, you saw the tweets about him this week. I mean, they had the video, the uh, Mariners player development had a video of him hitting a bum. Where was that at? Hashtag alternate site at the hashtag alternate site. And then there was like some tweet saying that he was going to be up soon. So when will he be able to come up if they're manipulating his time? It's going to be, they, it's usually three and a half weeks to a month. Uh, they may just, because it's all about what the super two number is, which means sometimes most guys get three years of arbitration. And the reason why they manipulate service time is because if you bring someone up in May, of the mm-hmm. year, then you not only get the three years of service time at league minimum, you get the extra bit of that year. So the four and a half months of that year based on, so you get effectively three and a half years of these guys at league minimum before they get to go to arbitration and actually make some money, which I think again is a subject for another day, but I think it's yeah. bullshit. Um, it's so, a bull crap. So number three, you mean Mercedes. So this is how I know it wasn't a preseason because you mean Mercedes wasn't on anybody's radar at preseason, mm. right? Mm. Number four, Wanda Franco. Number five, our guy, Akil Badu. NL, Key Brian Hayes. A little bit hurt right now. He has to be getting close. Yeah, he has to be. Yeah, but he did. Okay, there's another subject. Number two, Sixto Sanchez. (laughs) Number three, Ian Anderson. Number four, Dylan Carlson. Number five, Jonathan India. Jonathan India. Uh, (laughs) With the flow, with the show flow. So my point is, any one of those guys on that list could win either one of them. But I'm also saying that there's going to be guys that are going to sneak up on people, like an Adolis Garcia, like these sorts of guys. So this this watch is going to be fluid. Mark my words. Fluid. Fluid. All right. I did see I did see Jared Kalanick swing the other day on that video though, and it's I see what people Listen, are talking about. They the Mariners love that guy, and he's pretty stinking good so i just i'm excited whenever he comes up i just don't understand manipulation time like you do but they have the two really big outfield prospects there okay so here's what i'm thinking if seattle mariners were in first place right now Mm -hmm. he wouldn't be in the minor leagues yeah which sucks that's what sucks you want to see the best players playing the best game What we're seeing right now is someone playing in other people's places who shouldn't be in the big leagues because there is someone better waiting in the wings. But based on what they want to do as a company, because this is all a business, we're not going to see them right now. And that sucks. Oh, but they're in second place. Yeah, I know. But yeah, I mean, he had a huge spring training. He's never played above double A. And there are MLB pipeline scouting reports suggesting 
that he'll be a right fielder who hits 280 with 20 home runs on an annual basis. Um, he could be a center field who wins batting titles. And the Mariners hitting coach said that his floor is probably even higher than that. So this cat's going to be good whenever he gets up there. So whenever he gets up there, he probably will be in the running for rookie of the year. But uh, I, I agree. I, I, I agree. He's got five months to prove himself. He's also sitting behind a, a Mercedes that might be rolling to that thing. You know what I'm saying? Nah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Everybody's a cat today. Okay. Yeah. He's still, he's still hitting 414 and 70 at bats. I know that's a small sample size, but we're getting to the point where that's extremely impressive to still be maintaining a 414 batting average. So 500, 600 at-bats is what someone's going to see in a regular season, right? So we're talking mm-hmm. about almost one-fifth of the way through the season, one-sixth of the way through 20% the season. 20% sounds more impressive than one-fifth, I feel like. Okay, well, that's fine. If you want to work in percentages, I want to lie like fractions, but that's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I just, the thing that impresses me about Jürgen is that it's not only just what he does when he's ahead in the count, right? Like he's ahead in the count, He's taking big boy hats, but when he gets two he's strikes a big on him, boy. when he gets two strikes on him, he gets a wide base. He gets a deep wide base, and just literally flicks his hands at the ball and just tries to stay alive in the at bat. So he's not a typical power hitter who's okay with punching out. You know, he's like, oh, I'm just gonna, I'm either gonna home run or punch out. No, he wants to get his knocks. Four for four the yeah. other day. Like, I'm, I'm on the Yerman Mercedes train. Yeah, yeah, oh, three. Oh. He had three RBI that day that he went okay, four for all, four. Your arms look bigger than mine, so that's a bit frightening for me because I feel like that's like my number one asset and you just showed me up. So just get that going real quick. Uh, so sorry about the coffee oh. just munching on the armpit here. Just, <laughs> sorry, carry yeah, on. I can't with you. Um he hasn't hit a home run since April 18th. He didn't hit a home run this week. Does that affect how you feel about your main Mercedes? I mean, if he hits a home run every week, he's going to end up with what? He's going to end up with 35? Mm, like, not a math pod. Stop that. Stop. It's true. So, <laughs> no, I'm not. Because the power is there. We've seen it when he went deep 485 feet last week. Look, the power stroke is something that you've seen people get home runs in bunches in the last couple of weeks. If you check out our little home run draft it's like mm. yeah guys get bombs in bunches and and yeah. i feel like you know you start to feel yourself a little bit on a monday and by friday you've got three tanks and we're talking about you as rookie of the year so it's i'm not worried about the, that lack of power at all. Noted. uh but. speaking about the home run draft when we're recording this monday we at farm to fame yes sir why are you holding a cone I don't know. It's my teasing comb to give me. Vol- I'm from the south, and we like the volume. Texas. I'm waiting for you to. Texas. Yeah, we like higher the hair, the closer to God is what they say. Um, so we at Farm to Fame because full disclosure um, under a truth tree. Don't don't tell Chris Rose or Trevor Plouffe that we said this. They're not helping us much <laughs> with the home run draft. Um, so we made the executive decision and went with one of our kings, Akil Badu, in the home run draft today. Sure did. Who this week, Peter, Wednesday had an RBI double, Thursday had an RBI triple, and then a double off the very top of the wall. Yep. Very top. Yep. We love Akil Badu. I put it down as like, based on what he has done before this week, yeah. Like he just had a standard Akil Badu week. It was just, it was, it was good, but it wasn't, it wasn't. No, I mean, he went over in his last three yeah. to end the week. Yeah. So, which 
puts a whomp on your batting average too, but no one cares about batting average. So why did we pick him today? If he's over. Because <laughs> he's Jew. He's the, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. okay I, I also picked him because I have him in fantasy and every weekend he goes 0 for 7, but then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, 8 for 12 with two home <laughs> runs. It's, See? So I always bench guy. him and it's the beginning of the week, I'm telling you. Okay. He'll hit one. He did not. Hope, All right. Now he hope, messed the pilot. I hope uh, downtown Detroit rocks on the weekend, so maybe he's getting a little uh, hashtag COVID. Can't do that anymore. <laughs> I've never, never been there. Never been there. Okay. We talked about Randy Rosarena, who mm. you guys should know from last postseason. He was like unreal in the postseason last year. I don't even really consider him a rookie. I know he is a rookie. You Everybody knows to. about him. I know. I know. I know. But he's just like. He's a guy guy. Like he, I feel like he has already proven himself to be a guy guy. Um, right. He's having a great year with the bat. He's having a great year with the bat. But what I want to talk about is just his, the play that he made at Tropicana Field when, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you witnessed this, but there was a ball that went out straight away center field. Center fielder lost it. Shortstop lost it. Second baseman lost it. Right fielder lost it. In comes Superman Rezzarino <laughs> from left field and makes this diving catch at the trop where they've made this the roof the same color as a baseball which is smart stupid very smart and he somehow so if you take your 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 eyes off the ball at any stage like say Don't sometimes sometimes i power shag right so i get out there and i try and get my cardio in <laughs> and i'll and i'll turn and i'll be like sprinting for trying to hit the spot andrew jonesing my way in the outfield and if you take love your, andrew if you take your eye off the ball at all and try and pick it back up again it's gone so for him to do what he did i thought it was very impressive yeah and so this week, Randy, Randy had one, four, five, seven, eight. That is math. Eight hits this week. Don't make me calculate the at-bats. He had eight hits this week. That's what we're going with. So he's hitting 278 on the season. Mm. So he's like picking up where he left off last year. Correct. He's pretty stinking good. And remember we talk about the fact that, okay, advantage hitter for the first couple of weeks, advantage pitchers after that. Well, they know him now. There's no yeah. secret. He's not just sneaking up on guys getting fastballs fed to him. He's yeah. getting pitched to. He's still hitting. And he's still playing great D. I love him. Yeah. Good for you, Randy. Is that the first time we've mentioned Randy on the pub? Yeah, but I just he's just, everybody, he's so good. It's like Welcome, welcome to the pub, though. Welcome. Hey. I'm a fame mojo this week. We've we'll got to watch, keep an eye on that. Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. Not that he's interacted with us. Uh, it's fine. Adolis Garcia. Who? Casey was telling me that that's... Is that Adonis Garcia's brother? Is he related to Adonis Garcia? Braves great? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So Adolis Garcia. Let's talk about his week because he hit a home run like every day. Hit a home run on Monday, hit a home run on Wednesday, Friday, hit two home runs. In his last seven, he's hitting 286, four mm-hmm. home runs, nine RBI. That's going to get you noticed on the Fond of Fame pod. Okay. Mm-hmm. Kids, mm-hmm. if you're watching, that's what you got to do if you want to be on yep. this pod. That's the only thing you can do, or else we're just not going to talk about you. And this is what I this is what I love. Okay, so he's Cuban. Mm-hmm. Every single Cuban guy that's playing in this country has got a backstory that you would not believe. I don't know his specifically, but I know very well Junal Escobar's. I know Brian Pena's. I know the struggle these guys had to go through to get over here. 
I'm not sure. I'm sure it's changed a little bit now, but but growing up in Cuba, it's it's a different world. It is it's baseball all the time. When I was on the Australian national team back 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 in the day, when it, when the Cuban team was like ridiculous, they were the best players in the world, and it wasn't even close. They'd win every Olympic medal, they'd win every World Championship, they'd win everything. They were the best. So now that they're coming over here and they're getting to show their their fang up in here. I'm, uh, I'm for it. I am all for more Cubans in this league because they are fun. They are exciting. They are monsters at the plate. They chat, Chapman throws okay, I guess, for, for medium know. at best. So, Adolis Garcia, outfielder for the Texas Rangers. His nickname is El, Bom- El Bombi. El Bombi, according to the MLB profile. So, huge week for Adolis Garcia, brother of Braves Great. Adonis Garcia. <clears throat> it's time for our king. Jazz Chisholm Jr. You don't even need to mention his last name, I don't think. I think I, know, when he's, I think he's just gone to the like Sher or Madonna Jazz. Mm. Jazz. I hope he gets to hear my intro for him this week. He's a friend of the pod. So Jazz, Jazz this week, first of all, he's been playing pretty good defense. Not pretty good defense. He's been playing really good defense. Um, Mm -hmm. Thursday, he hit his third home run of the season on the third pitch of the game. They were playing the Giants. I think his teammates were like smack talking him before the game, saying he couldn't hit one into the water. What do they call those? Splash. Yeah. Splash hits. Splash. I don't know. And I guess they were like talking smack to him saying that he couldn't do it. And on the third pitch of the game, he let off that game. He hit one. I don't know if he made it into the water. I know he was upset. He did. The... did it did. Did it bounce? Oh, it must have bounced. Mm. Off of a lefty, tough lefty Alex Wood, mm. by the way. Yeah. Um, and then did you see he, when he lined out to yes, Alex and, Wood? And he, and he and, But Jazz like walks down the first baseline about to run it out and he makes the catch and he just like puts his hand on his hip and like looks at him like how the world did you catch that and they both looked at each other and laughed and I was like I love that it's good it's good to see it's fun Kelsey yeah we love fun we love jazz yeah he's hitting 270 on the year love that love him love our king jazz chisholm for the marlins been leading off a little bit this week like I mentioned throw some respect on that name yeah there's some he's, respect and a crown on that name. He's he's electric and he's here. Yeah. Stealing bases, hitting bombs, playing good defense. Arcane. Speaking of the Marlins, what does what does talking baseball say? They say the fish with arms. The fish with arms. Uh Trevor Rogers for the Marlins. Seven mm. shutty on Wednesday versus the Orioles, but that's okay. Um he has a one what why are we holding that for? He only gave up four hits. Yeah. 164 ERA that marked his second scoreless outing this season in four starts. Um, and that was his longest as a major leaguer. So mm. Trevor Rogers, that's somebody that Jake, John, Trev talked about um, this season. There's also too many T Rogers in the league. Um, is he rookie? Is he rookie eligible? Is he rookie of the year eligible? Um, he is considered to be a rookie according Excellent. to baseball difference. Well, he, he's going to be in that top five at any point. I know it's April. I know it's April, but the fact that the game's trending younger, this this rookie of the year thing is going to be. It's going to be a fight. It's yeah. going to be a battle. He 
has struck out 31 guys over 22 innings and only walked 10 this season. Yeah. So fish who pitch. I like that better than fish with arms. Fish who okay. pitch. Fish who pitch. Fish who pitch. Trevor Rogers. Uh, let's stay in the NL East. And Peter, your yeah. guy. Your guy. I am. Ion Anderson. Ian. My goodness. For he had the a, Atlanta Braves. He had a wonderful, a wonderful outing against your wonderful. Yankees, Matty Mass. I'm sorry, Tough. but it was it was fun. It was good. I'm happy for it. It was fun. He went, and it was uh, in front of his friends and family, and his grandma was there. His yeah. grandma, and she hadn't seen him pitch since high school. I don't think I saw that on the Twitter. That's awesome. Um, yeah, he had a couple of uh, of not so Ian Anderson like appearances. I mean, he gave up three and four runs. It wasn't like he was, you know, shell for ten runs or anything. But yeah, nice little six six plus innings shut piece. Not as many punch outs, but just kept them off balance. We watched it. It was great. And look, the Braves are the Braves are hurt. There's, there's, they're, they are they are struggling at the moment. Starting pitching is not at a premium in Atlanta at the moment with all the people that are hurt. But I, I think he's he's you know between him and Morton, it's 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 effectively. Dude, uh, Smiley yesterday. Smiley, but Smiley had a tough one yesterday. Yeah. But the Braves Braves offense, we got they got one hit in fourteen in. So to quote Freddie Freeman, April twenty fifth was not the Braves day. Was that yesterday? Was that Sunday? That was yesterday. Okay, got it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it wasn't a good day for the Atlanta Bravos. Uh, yeah. Good day for the Arizona Diamondbacks. So, yeah, Ian Anderson, 327 ERA after four starts. That's pretty good if yeah. he hasn't been Ian Anderson in two of those starts. So, next guy up, Dylan Carlson for the Cardinals, Peter. Ooh. Monday, first triple of the year. Tuesday, he's like, I liked that. I liked how that felt. I enjoyed the triple. So, we did it again, but this time – he added an RBI to it. Saturday, third multi-hit effort of the season. His second game with three hits. Sunday, two straight three-hit games mm-hmm. for our Cardinals rookie who likes hitting triples, except I don't think he did in that game, but it's fine. Um, Dylan Carlson. And, yeah, he's somebody who was in the rookie of the year conversations before the season started. Number four on my list. Four. You've said everything I need to say about him, so congratulations. <sighs> I'm sorry. He's hitting no, 309 this, on the year. Yeah, that's it. Does he have good hair? No, it's just short, right? I don't know. Does he have flow? Show flow? No, not from what I see. Yeah, so Dylan Carlson is living up to the hype that surrounded him preseason. So, just to, just while we're on him, I just want to give a little side note to Justin Williams, who is also. I watched him. I watched him that bat. I think they were on Sunday Night Baseball. Was it Sunday Night Baseball or was it Monday Night Baseball? It was early in the week because you texted us. Yeah. And I just, I, you know, it's really hard for us to keep track of everybody. So I got a chance to witness in a bat that he had instead of just looking at box scores and trying to read articles and that sort of stuff. And it was a very impressive at bat. And I'm going to throw some respect on his name also because Mm. I feel like he's going to be around for a long time. Long time. He's got a great swing. Long time. Uh, the bat that I watched finished in a left center missile, missile, and he's left-handed, so that as obviously means it went the the opposite field, which doesn't seem to be as an impressive thing as it used to be because everybody goes oppo now like it's nothing. But he put a great swing on this thing, and, and I I I think he's going to be around for a long time. Put some respect on it. Throw it on there. Throw it. Toss it. Chunk it. Chunk it. Don't say chunk. It's not chunk. It's not chunk. I'm sorry. 
It's never been chunk. And are those people that call it chunk? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Need to have their need to go visit someone and learn. <gasps> if I if I <laughs> do you play golf? <laughs> have you ever played golf? Top golf. <laughs> All right. Okay. So you can't you can't chunk the ball at top golf because there's a nice synthetic mat. But what we call a miss hit in mm. golf is a chunk. So when you're saying, oh, just chunk it over there. Anyone that's ever played golf's like, oh, I'm sorry. But in your head, you're like, yeah, man, I really chunked it. And then so. Never saying the word chunk again. <laughs> Feel attacked. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Is that a Southern thing though? Is that a Southern that they say chunk instead of chuck? Do you say chunk, Maddie Mass? No, I would say chuck. I've never said chunk in that context. And it has to be a Southern thing because I think I've said it my whole life until today. Uh, I'll never say and it again. never again? Well, but I feel like it's important that we talk it out so that I give you my I've, very Listen, passionate... I've already erased it out of my head. Like, it's gone. It's not in my vocabulary anymore. I'm so sorry. Fair enough. Okay. I'll you know who probably, policy. you know who probably doesn't say chunk? Um, there's a list that I could give you, but go ahead. Key Brian Hayes probably You're doesn't. Right. No, Key Brian Hayes probably doesn't. Here's the update. Key Brian Hayes, we mentioned him because Peter mentioned him um, high up in the in the odds for Rookie of the Year. This is an update from uh, Jason Mackey, who writes for PG Sports Now, that's the Post-Gazette. So he, Key Brian Hayes was hurt. He was eligible to come off of the IL, I think, last Wednesday. He didn't. And then he had a setback, and he had to fly back to Pittsburgh. And I think today was going to be like a big update day on Monday, April 26th. So the update from Jason two days ago says, sounds like good news, all things considered with Key Brian Hayes. Saw a doc yesterday, got treatment, feeling much better today. Might wind up having to grind through, but setback wasn't anything. That's a word I can't pronounce. Um, Spell it. I should have read this tweet before I committed. Seismic? Seismic. Seismic, seismic, yeah. Seismic, yeah, I knew that the whole time. I just wanted to, I don't know, I just wanted to act like I didn't know it. It's like, um, a, it's like a measurement for for uh, for earthquakes and stuff. Yeah, that's uh, what I said. So, uh, Key Brian Hayes, hopefully this week, but he did have that setback. Seismic or not? It was not seismic. Okay, good. Glad we covered that. <laughs> it was not earthquakeable. Um, can, I, can I just touch on that real quick? I just want to just bring up one question that I have about this whole situation. Why would you, if you are the Pittsburgh Pirates, why would mm. you have him take BP mm. in 40 degree weather when yeah. you can wait a couple of days and get in the sunshine and maybe, like, I don't, I don't get it. The guy's dealing with the injury. You want him to be loose. And his you want him wrist. To be nimble. Yeah. And his wrist. Like, it's, hey, it's 40 degrees. Go out there and take, like, no. Yeah. I know he was probably forcing the issue, but as a medical staff, like that's your job to say, listen, we might just, just take a day or two days. Yeah. Or three. Hey. So I'm not sure if he was, see, and I could be saying this because I don't know, but I'm, I don't know if he was having his at bats. Was it with the, it was with the team, right? It was. Yeah. I think because they, because he, he flew back to Pittsburgh when they were on the road and they right. were going to update it today. Okay. When so, the team was yeah, back. That's, that's a strange decision for, by their medical staff for me, but they know. Very silly of them. Very silly. I never went to school for that, so. No, same. I'm working on my transitions today. Um, okay. So seismic. It was not a seismic setback right. for Key Brian Hayes. Speaking of the weather. <laughs> um, Holy shit, that was good. Well, thank you. God. 
Thank you. Advertisers, listen, I'm really working on our... Uh... This is not a swearing part, by the way. Whoops, I didn't mean to say shit. I'm sorry. Uh, you, what, you can do whatever you want to do. Speaking of the weather. Yeah. Ryan Weathers. <laughs> <laughs> For the Padres. That is so good. Thank that you. Is, that is so good. Thank you. Thank you. Really working yeah. on it. So uh, all he's done over the course of the last week is face the Dodgers in back-to-back games and go more than nine innings of shutout baseball against the best team in the world at the moment. So wild. I guess he's building up because his, his innings are increasing and his pitches yeah. per game are increasing. So this whole starting rotation thing, he wasn't even in my mind when I talk about the Padres starters at the start of the year. Yeah. Uh, and he's just coming up and he might be the best of the bunch. I mean, I don't, he's, He's got a 0.59 ERA right now. He's allowed four hits. Does he? 15, he's allowed four hits in 15 innings. So, and this is the this is his longest appearance since Abel uh, in 2019. Another kid who was in Abel in 2019 who's now shoving in the big league. So, I guess the youth movement you can say is working. Maybe. Do you know what's like wild about how good the Padres rotation is? They don't have Clevenger. Yes. <laughs> Imagine when he comes back. I don't want to. I do. I kind of want to become a part of it. Can we, are we allowed to have multiple teams that we're like massive fans of? Or can yes. we just have individual I mean, teams? no, but yes, I'm allowing it. Right, I feel like it, you can. Okay. It's kind of like fantasy fantasy football where all of a sudden everyone on your fantasy teams becomes like your favorite yeah. players. Okay. Allow. Um, so, yeah, Ryan Weathers, seismic week for the Padres versus the Dodgers. Okay. So moving in to farm to flame, this is a similar kind of segment, quicker segment um, that we've done in the past. These are guys who have been pretty stinking good and maybe they haven't made their way into us talking about them being rookie of the year favorites, but they've been a rookie of the week favorite. So congratulations to Garrett Whitlock with the Boston Red Sox. Mm. Um, one of like a lot on this list, but he had a really nice week. Just real quick on him. Mm. So three, sorry, three hits in his first outing, retired 25 straight batters, and then gave up two hits in his last outing. So he's given up yeah. five hits on the year, but he went 25 straight without giving up a, 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 a base runner. Dang. A base yeah. runner. Yeah. Pretty uh, Monday... Two and two thirds in relief. I mean, he's a long guy. Friday, two and a third of shutout. So yeah, he's on the season. I think eleven, yeah, eleven and a third innings of scoreless baseball in five mm-hmm. games. Yep. Um, he was a rule five pick selected from the Yankees. Oh, Maddie. Mm, I know. Terrible. <sighs> It's like you guys couldn't use any. Well, you guys have got a pretty good bullpen, let's be honest. You, yeah. Um, so, yeah, he was a rule five selected from the Yankees. The Red Sox got him. And, yeah, like Peter said, retired 25 straight batters. So, Garrett Whitlock. Oh, he Spanish. debuted this year. He debuted on April 4th. And he's from Snellville, Georgia. We got a lot of, got a lot of Georgia guys. Listen, California, Texas, Georgia. That's yeah. like effectively, they're just mass produced superstars. Mass produced. I didn't want to be the bearer of bad news either, but right. he, Brian Hayes, is also from Texas, so there's a chance that he says chunk. <gasps> Wait, oh. I think he's from I think he's from H Town, Foggy Town, Clutch City, Space City, Bayou City, home of the Purple Sprite. He is. So 
So he, I bet you he does say junk because we're from the same hometown. Uh, yeah, he's from Tomball. I'm from Sugarland. We're neighbors. I'm going to have to, why do I know Sugarland? Is that a movie or a song or a band? Because oh, that's where I'm from. So you probably heard me discuss it. Is there a baseball team? There is Sugarland a Skeeters? Yeah, we got the Sugarland Skeeters who were an indie team and they are now the AAA affiliate of the Astros as of this season. Wow. My parents live about a mile from the Skeeters Stadium. Spent plenty of days in that ballpark. It's beautiful. I'm going to need some more of those, whatever those things were that we had at the John Boy Studio. The puffs with the caramel corn sort of. Oh, beaver nuggets. Jacks. Yeah. Oh. Well, you know, we just, they, they just opened up. There's a Bucky's in Warner Robins now, and then there's one opening up in Calhoun, um, which is like kind of close to us. So we can make a farm to fame road trip and get you some nuggies. Speaking of Cole Calhoun, did you see the play with the kid in the right foot? Did you like that transition? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boo, boo, boo. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I loved that. Okay. I love that. It's been done to death, but I just wanted to bring that up yeah. as well. So yeah, I retract my statement. Key Brian Hayes definitely says chunk because uh, he's and from H. John Funky Town, Clutch City, Space City, Bayou City, Home on a Purpose, Bright City, where the stadium drops the top. Key Brian, please message me on Twitter and we can discuss this. Thank mm. you. I would love for him to get involved in this conversation. I would love anybody who says we're chunk to get involved in this conversation with me at any time, anywhere, because this is not a debate. This is an actual, oh. this is, it should be thrown out that chunk mm. is even an option. Got it. Okay. So sorry to offend you, Peter. Um, Michael Kopech. Oh, oh my goodness. Mm. He's coming back. He's back. Second start of the year. Career high with 10 Ks in that start. Five innings, one run, no walks, 10 Ks versus the Rangers. Hot take. Ready? Mm, hot. He will throw the 21st no hitter in White Sox history. Wow. That's a pretty bold prediction you think he's gonna go he will throw the 21st okay. no hitter in what's up history this year okay take note of that he's probably got 27 more starts to do it he may get a brief period in there where they're gonna because he's he's working his way back up so they may sort of want to limit his innings he's, he may not be a 200 inning guy this year but based on what i've seen so far it's electric and he's figuring it all out and it's all coming together. So Kopech came out of the bullpen his first four appearances of the season, and then he made his first start on April 18th, just made a second start. It was good. So six games, 172 ERA for Kopech, who is also from Texas and also probably says chunk. So Nick Madrigal, Madrigal, why do I struggle with his last name? For the White Sox, um, he's hitting 308 on the year. Had a good week. Had a walk-off, very exciting, but... Yeah, he's just a solid, solid player. Another solid player in that White Sox. Like, you, yeah. this is what frustrates me at times about injuries is that we don't get to see a lot of like the best players. But I say this often from injury comes opportunity. And I feel like we get to see a lot of guys that we may not have seen. And when those guys take advantage, I think it's fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah, he and... I think what 19 games maybe i don't know he's hitting the elite this year so good for him he's at 65 at bat so it's at the point now where he's going to get to get pitched a little differently and again he's not a guy that's going to sneak up on anyone so yeah he's he's a baseball player and he's he's doing his thing he's doing his thing thing yeah he's just a singles guy i think they talked about him in talking this week he has okay. three doubles two triples no home runs lots of singles but he has he's good so 
Um, you know who else is good? Luis Patino for the race. Yes. Uh, Sunday, he was almost perfect in a two and two thirds outing. No hits, no runs, one walk. He was the centerpiece from the Blake Snell trade that sent Snell to the Padres. He's from Colombia. He's 21. Last year, 11 regular season games for San Diego. He made one start, and he also worked three games out of the bullpen during the playoffs. So, the yeah, the Padres liked him. And I think that that game on Sunday was his 2021 debut and his and his race debut. We'll keep an eye on him. He's only pitched in one game, but apparently he's pretty good. So that was versus the Blue Jays, who can and sometimes have a really, really good lineup. Did you see also on the Blue Jays, did you see the story about uh, Bichette hitting the ball into the gym that his parents met at. No. Okay, what? so yeah, Bo Bichette hit a home run at Fenway, right? Okay. The ball landed or, or hit into an old Gold's gym, a shut down Gold's gym. I mean, what do you mean? Like it rolled into it, or there's like a Gold's gym right there? There's a Gold's gym right there. Wow. Which happened to be the Gold's gym that Dante Bichette met his wife playing at. Fenway back in the day. Wow. Yeah. So that was just a, I don't know if Bo knew that story before he hit the home run, but it blew up after he hit the home run because that's, that's where wild. parents met. I don't know how I missed that. And then there was the, speaking of Dodres uh, or Padres. Um, Dodres. Dodres. Um, Fernando's dad hit two home runs, two grand slams on the day. In the same inning. <laughs> In the same inning. But I'm talking, then, and then, he does the same thing at Dodger Stadium on the same day, 22 years after his dad. Like, come on. There's a really cool video that, like, combined clips of the two of them, yeah. like, hitting a home run. Like, it was wild. It was really cool. You're going to have to link that, Matty Mask, because I haven't seen it. And yeah, it's really neat Really neat okay. A guy that you got to see play this week who had a wild week, mm. wild week, is Paven Smith Yep. for the Diamondback. Knocks after knocks after knocks. 10 hits the whole week. 10 hits yeah. for the week and and it was yeah, it was impressive to see and didn't look like he was going to get out. Raised his batting average. I know it's early but he raised his batting average 60 points and and it just just a solid solid week. Yeah, and his last 7 he's hitting 333. Yeah, on Sunday was when they had the doubleheader. So he had that stand-up triple that like just missed being a home run mm-hmm. at Truist. And then game 2 on the first pitch of the game, he's like, look, I was so, I was so close. I was so close, he said to himself as he's standing there in the box. And he was, he was just down. He's like, I'm going to do it. So he's, did, he channels in. He did channels he, did he call in. you after the about to give you all this information? No, I was, I, was, oh, okay. I, I uh, telepathic. Um, he closed his eyes and he was like, I am. Ronald Acuna Jr. First pitch of the game. He had four hits across that Sunday doubleheader. So, yeah, he had a great week. Raised his average a lot. He's hitting 288 now. Paven Smith, I mean, he was like all over Twitter this week. So, good for him. Yeah, um, he he did something like every single day. We won't get into it. But uh, Sunday was fun for him. Sheldon Noisy for the Dodgers. They just keep, you said this a couple weeks ago, Pete, they just keep bringing these guys like out of nowhere. Um, and it's not out of nowhere. Cause this, I don't believe, I think he debuted uh, last year, but um, no, in 2019 he did. Got his first hit as a Dodger though. Yeah. He had game tying home run 
in the bottom of the seventh on Thursday. That was his first career home run. That was also his first hit as a Dodger. That's fun. Saturday was his first multi-hit game of the season. Sunday, he had one at bat. He pinch it. He saw one pitch, and it was his second career home run, and it started that five-run frame for the Dodgers, uh, which didn't matter at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, he had a huge, he had a huge weekend. He, I think he came up on April 18th. They recalled him from the hashtag alternate site. Um, so big weekend for Sheldon Noisy, whose last name does not look like it would be said Noisy. N-E-U-S-E. Quietly. Noise. say his name. Whisper it. Noise. 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 That's better. Excellent. So yeah, big weekend for him. Mickey Moniak, he was a 1-1 in 2016. Listen, last seven games, not great. Sitting 150. He hit his first home. Uh, he did. Yeah. He did. And he saved himself on Monday. Like he lost a ball and then he like found it last minute and ended up making the catch. But yeah, he had three run home run on Tuesday. His first career home run, 2016-1-1. I just want to touch real um, Jim Callis and Jonathan Mayo did a sort of mock draft. And mm -hmm. Jack Leiter was number one on the draft and Kumar Rocker went to number four. So Ooh. in response, Rocker decided to just go nine shutty next outing and say, hey, excuse me, uh, I'm still good. Yeah. So look, he went from one to four. Well, it wasn't like he went from one to the fourth round, but still he's been basically anointed as the number one pick for two years. And Jack's just decided to come in last minute and go, hold on one second. But I think it's going to be a battle. Um, three shortstops are also listed in the top five, which I think is is interesting, including Brady House. There you go. Who I will get hopefully get to see play in two weeks when they face the Alatuna Bucks. But speaking of that that game that you just brought up for Kumar, that was versus number four Mississippi State. Mm. So at this point, he leads the NCAA D1 with eight wins to go with a 164 ERA, 81 Ks. Uh, speaking of Vandy, Jack Leiter became the first pitcher in D1 baseball to hit 100 strikeouts this season. Mm. Um, he's second in wins to Kumar Rocker, right? Yeah. Wins don't matter. What? Wins don't matter. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, so, yeah, Jack Leiter and Kumar Rocker both had notable weeks. Um one more guy just to hit on really quickly who made a debut this week. That's going to be another segment. Debut. I think there were 13 guys who debuted this week, but we're kind of running out of time. So if you think that it's a very specific number for you to think, so you know that. Well, you I counted, but that. I can't remember if that's the number that I said, <laughs> um, but, and I'm probably going to say his last name wrong, but it's Nick Mayton. Mayton yeah. for the Phillies debuted on Monday, Tuesday, yeah. RBI double. He went three straight multi-hit games. He had okay. three straight multi-hit games. Yeah. Okay. Good for him. Most guys like come up and struggle to get their first hit. He was like, no, oh, I got my first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth. Let's go. Yeah, he's hitting 500, 11 hits and 22 at bats. Notable shout outs to Jonathan India, who got his first big league home run. Did you see the flow? Somehow yeah. his helmet fell off during a home run drop. That was yeah. by design. If that's not that's... by design, I don't know what. Like, <laughs> yeah. I feel like he's he just gone, oh show. my God. Oh. And then he got hit by that pitch and he was pissed. He was heated. So Jonathan India, Tyler Stevenson for the Reds. Tyler Stevenson's like really stinking good. I think he's hitting like 367 or something. Yeah. So they have both been good for the Cincinnati Reds. Garrett Crochet for the White Sox. Three shutout innings. Longest appearance for the year. Mm -hmm. yeah. Taylor Trammell hit a home run and an RBI double on Monday for the Mariners. So 
The only other thing that I really wanted to talk about, we're not going to have time. Jacob deGrom is the best pitcher. We can talk about it. He's the best pitcher in the whole stinking world. Complete game shutout. Before we go to that, I just, want to, I just want to shout out a couple of firsts that we didn't mention okay. just real quick. It's going to take one minute, okay? One minute. Uh, Jacob Buskaskis, first MLB strikeout. Gregory Santos, first strikeout also in the one, two, three inning. DJ Peters, MLB debut for the mm. Dodgers. Corey Ray for the Brewers, MLB debut. Uh, Nick Mayton, we already discussed. Steven Fuentes for the Nets, got called up. And Zach Lothar made his MLB debut for Baltimore. So just real quick. Who was the guy who made his debut for the Marlins? And that video was on Twitter of him, like, standing out on the field, waiting to see his name. Devers. Yes. Jose Devers, who is related. Um, No way. Raphael? Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember the relation, but there is a relation there. Yeah, that was a really, really cool video. Do you want to talk about DeGrom? Yeah, I do want to talk about DeGrom because he has more RBI than earned runs on the season. <laughs> I use that on the show the other day. Yeah. He, in that complete game, Shuddy, he versus the Nationals, 109 pitches, 80, 84 of those pitches were strikes. And he went two for four at the plate, which lowered his batting average because he was hitting 545. Steve Gelbs, who's the team reporter for the Mets, tweeted out the day after DeGrom did DeGrom things. Yeah. He's faced 101 batters this season. Peter, guess how many of those he's struck out? Over 50. I was going to say 56. 50. Is it 50 um, exactly? 50 exactly. Yeah, and it's Jeremy Frank. He has MLB Random Stats Twitter account tweeted out strikeouts Ks per nine uh, since 2016 for Degrom. Yeah. 2016 8.7. 2017 10.7. 2018, 11.2, 2019, 11.3, 2020, 13.8, 2021, 15.5. It's just going up. Like, he's getting better. When's like, he going to get called up to the, to the big leagues? Like, <laughs> like, what is going on? Stop wasting him. You want to, okay, so you know what ERA plus is? No, can you explain it to me? It, it factors in like uh, the ballpark and the league and okay. it just gives you a number. Like the average ERA plus is like 100, kind of like OPS plus where it's okay. average is like around 100. The highest ever was a guy by the name of Tim Keefe in 1880 who had an ERA plus of plus 293. Okay. That's the highest ever. Pedro set the modern day record, which was 292, plus 292. Okay. Jacob deGrom right now, his ERA plus is 1,245. Write that down. <laughs> Speechless. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's like. He's on he's another planet. So he's so good. They talk it about is. planet trap, planet Acuna, planet whatever. There is no other planet. They're all they're all on their planet together. The three of them. Like if we were to have a planet big league baseball, mm. and you could pick five guys to go on that planet. Oh, it's fun. Who would it, who would your five guys be right now? Um, DeGrom, Trout, Acuna. Uh, I like Tatis is in my head just because he had a crazy week, but like, I feel like there's a drop off after those three. Like who else would you put currently on that plant? What? Mookie. I'd put Mookie and Otani on there. Just, just, just because of the sheer talent Talent. that, that is. Yeah. I think Mookie's on there as well. Mookie, Trap, Acuna, DeGrom, Otani. But yeah, anyway. Um, 
Are we done? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. We have our final segment. Our final segment because we want to educate the people and we Correct. have the master educator. So Peter, every week yeah. is going to help us become Australians because we're all Melbourne yes. Aces fans now and we need to learn to be from Australia. So Peter is going to teach us an Australian slang word every week starting right now. It doesn't even need to be a slang word. It's just going to be, if you are in Australia, this is the way you're going to have to use. So when you put a item of shoe, an item of shoe. Not off to a good start. In that's not segment. No. You could have said that's just the Australian way of saying it and we wouldn't. Have Maddie, see, that's why you're the man. See, thank you. Okay, so item of shoe. No, you guys call them flip-flops, right? We yeah. call them thongs. Thong, 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 thong. I've yes. heard that. So when you're in Australia and somebody says to you, are you going to wear your thongs today? Don't ah. get offended, <laughs> okay? Everybody just calm down because that's what we call flip-flops in Australia. So educate yourselves and then okay. show up in Australia wearing your thongs. So I hate even asking this question. Oh, um, no, you don't. I know you don't. I love it. Come on, bring it. Well, because this is a wholesome pod. But like in America, like... I know what a thong They're, is. Yeah. So what <laughs> what do they call those in Australia? G bangers. Oh. G strings. Oh, okay. Yeah. G bangers, G strings, wave holes. Okay. Okay. Wholesome okay. um, pod. Um, flip flops are thongs in Australia. Flip flops are thongs. And we Australia. are Melbourne Aces fans. Cool. All rise for our manager. I went a single shot then for some reason because my finger got caught. I'm a double. I'm a double firing guns guy. Sweet. All right, I gotta go get in the shower. Yeah, Peter has to shower. That was this week's episode. We hope you guys enjoyed it. We enjoyed it. We enjoyed our time in New York. Just, uh, just yes, to sir. clarify, this isn't the only day of the week that I shower. Okay. I do, but I do need to go get in the shower today, specifically. Specifically, right now, yes. And I will get in again tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But this is a timing pod, and I gotta go. Efficiency pod. Yeah. Uh, so we release every Wednesday. Thank you for listening, for watching. Um, Thank you for following us on social media. Yes. We love our farmers. We love John Boy. We love John Baby. We love Maddie Mass. We love Jake. If you have somebody that you want us to feature, you think they they deserve featuring on our pod, let us know. Send us a message. Come at us. Be gentle. Hmm. Be gentle. But come at us. Let us know. We're ready. Okay. Well, we love you guys. We love our farmers. Thank you so much for listening. Peter, have a great, have a great weekly shower. Maddie Mass, thank you for everything. Uh, We will see you guys next week. We will. Bye.